everybody to the third edition of Voices of Champions. We are really thrilled that you could make it tonight. Uh, these are TED-style talks, five to seven minute long talks about a topic that is interesting and important to each of our speakers. Uh, we don't set a theme. Uh, we let each of the speakers decide what they would like to talk about. Uh, these talks came up as a result of, uh, of out of the, the pandemic and that we have a, a number of athletes from around um, the U.S., around Canada and around the Caribbean who are trained to be uh, global messengers or public speakers. And we found that uh, another opportunity to practice their skill set just like you would if you were, uh, you know, practicing a sport. You want to make sure you don't get rusty and you keep your skills up. And so we wanted to present this opportunity quarterly during the year uh, so that athletes from a variety uh, around the North American program could uh, present their skills uh, and present uh, a five to seven minute talk. So uh, as I said, this is the third iteration uh, and we will have another one coming up in November and I'll share that date with you at the end of this slideshow. But first off, uh, I wanted to uh, to say that tonight's Voices of Champion Talks will be rebroadcast on Special Chronicles, uh, which is on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter Live on September 13th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Uh, friends and family can tune in live at specialchronicles.com slash watch slash live or subscribe and listen to the podcast uh, hashtag Special Chronicles. Uh, and if you look on your screen and you say uh, Daniel Smokowski, uh, he is the host of Special Chronicles, uh, and he's assisting tonight. So, Daniel, thank you for your help. I really appreciate it. So first up uh, tonight, uh, we, as I said, this is a North American program. Uh, so we are going uh, to the lovely island of Barbados. And we are going to welcome uh, Kelvin Lane from the Special Olympics Caribbean program. Uh, Kelvin is going to uh, kick off his speech in just a minute as soon as Daniel unmutes him. Kelvin, are you unmuted? Yes, I am. All right. Kelvin Lane, everybody. Hi. Good night, everyone. Um, my name is Calvin Lane. I'm an athlete, Special Olympics coach. Um, I'm from Barbados, first of all. Um, I would like to say I would like to say I'm grateful to join this program, and it's very helpful. It's also entertaining, and it also gives me a, a better perspective on what I'm going through and what I'm doing to help me get further into the games on which I'm participating and helping others to participate in the games. This is a little speech that is about me so that I can introduce to you about myself. My name is Calvin Lane. I'm, I was trained in different disciplines where I was trained into bocce. I was trained into floor hockey. I was also trained into track and field. And I also teach and train other students where I, where I coaches into schools. 
I also am officiated. I'm an official with our international or national games where I am the softball coach and um, official. Um, I also I also teach bocce. I also teach um, floor hockey as well. Um, I had attended the floor hockey match, which took place in Canada. This is in back in 1977. No, ni- right, 1997 games, winter games, where our host country, where we had to place the host country, and we actually beat Canada five love. Um, it was it was difficult at first, but we were the only team that actually beat Canada. It was really, it was really, it was very, it was very. At that moment, when we did that, it was very inspiring that we get so far. But it was very exhilarating as well. Um, I also, in my spare time, I also. I'm into web designing. I'm also into graphic designing as well. Um, I also teach. I also help others into learning, teach others, sometimes teach others how to do graphics. Um, And also learning how to do different graphic designing in the spare time. Things was a bit hard due to the COVID-19. So what had happened is that Roger, they assisted me in terms of getting a computer from, from, from the office to assist me in terms of helping me develop my abilities and talent in terms of doing a lot of graphic designing and learning me how and, and, and further my um, knowledge in what I wanted to proceed and doing. Um, it has been difficult due to the COVID-19. It has not been as easy as some may say, but I'm trying to cope. Um, I also learning how to better my skill and better myself into getting my skills out there and helping others and stuff. Um, I also trying to learn how to, um, learning how to have, how to create websites. And my main goal is if I do able to get to that stage where I can create a website, I could at least put that use of knowledge to help others like Special Olympians to, to get out there, to let people see the skill and and whatever they are capable to do that they can reach out there that is no limit to what they can do and get out there you know and show the world that there is is more than what you can do as a special olympian but you could do absolutely more sky's the limit and let people see that don't allow your your skill to be dummy down than don't let it be down. Let it be raised. You know, reach for the stars, reach for the goal, because you're more than who you are as a person. Um, that's my main goal. 
Um, in terms of getting um, everything that I'm doing right now, it will take time, but at the end of the day, I'm going to try to get to reach my goal, no matter what. Um, I on I also um, been maybe one day maybe able to host a country, uh, host a, a game of myself, where I could get people to to appreciate. I where I can appreciate a, a a game of my own, and maybe I could get those things to be put together and, and, and get there. But so far, things have been going great. It's going to take a little time, but I'm going to get where I supposed to get. Um, so that is my full input on who I am and what I planning to do or what the game is all about. Um, I have got a very good um, help from Roger, which is my, which is my um, person who looks after me. He's the um, the Special Olympic coordinator. He helps me, and helps me to 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 officiate games and help me to understand what I need to do. And he has given me a good sense of knowledge on what I supposed to do and what I'm not supposed to do. And I'm really grateful for that because there are certain things that I see. And then at first it was difficult, but he helped me to get to that stage. And he helped me to understand certain knowledge and stuff. So I basically am really grateful for that and, and the help from others. And it's been going great. And it's a wonderful feeling where you could absolutely give back what you have been taken into. So I just want to say thanks to everything on that level, but that's who I am and that's what my, my skills about me and that's what I would like to do so right. far. All right. Thank you, Calvin. Okay. Thank you. Very well done. And yeah, it's been a pleasure to, to work with you and Roger and Lorna it's, uh, to, to make this happen. And if you take some time and you look in the chat, you'll see that there's lots of people here on this call who are planning a athlete retreat to, <laughs> to Barbados. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, awesome. This. Yeah. This is smart. <laughs> yeah. You're making friends. You're ma <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, okay. So we're going to, we're gonna thank you, Kelvin, for uh, coming on, and just want to reiterate our appreciation of uh, the Special Olympics program in the Caribbean and specifically Barbados today for all their work. It is nice that we are uh, together on this. That Canada and and the United States and and the Caribbean, all of us part of Special Olympics North America, are are here uh together and that's the way that's the way we all grow and, and become better so really appreciate that so next up next up on our speakers list uh is tim taggart tim joined special olympics in 1991 
He has earned numerous recognitions, including Athlete of the Year, State and Area, Outstanding Service for Outreach, State and Area, and the Taggart family has also won the Family of the Year in Texas. So Tim continues to compete year-round in numerous sports and enjoys them all. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Tim Taggart. Good evening. Thank you for inviting me to speak with you today about my involvement with Special Olympics Texas. My name is Tim Taggart, and I'm an advanced global messenger for Special Olympics Texas. I have been trained to advocate the benefits of sports training and competition. Special Olympics Texas offers year-round sports training and competition in 22 Olympic-style sports for people with intellectual disabilities all around the world. First, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I was a normal boy growing up. I was a little cocky, and I thought I had all the answers. I competed in Pop Warner football and Little League baseball, where I excelled at both. When I was 15 years old, my world came to a screeching halt. I was involved in an automobile accident. My parents were told I would not live through the night of the accident. I sustained a traumatic brain injury, broke my jaw, and I was in a coma. Six weeks later, when I woke up from the coma, I had total amnesia. I didn't recognize my family, nothing. I felt like my whole life had been erased. I was like a little, boy, a little baby in an adult body. I had to relearn how to walk, how to talk, and even how to eat again. After four months in the hospital, I was released to go home and start my new life. I wasn't sure what that meant. I went back to school in special education, and that was a difficult time for me. I talked different, looked different, and everything seemed to be going in slow motion. I couldn't remember my friends, where my classes were, or my teachers. The administrators and teachers didn't know how to deal with me, and I certainly didn't know how to deal with them either. And my friends didn't understand why I was different. They didn't want to be around me anymore. Well, with a lot of support, I did graduate from high school. And I didn't have a life or a future. Two years later, my life turned into a different direction once again. I joined Special Olympics Texas, and it's been a wonderful experience. And that has been the saving grace of this whole ordeal. I can once again compete competitively in sports that I played before my accident, and I have learned a lot of new ones. I've competed in athletics, basketball, bocce, bowling, cycling, black football, golf, softball, soccer, table tennis, tennis, and unified sports. I played basketball and flag football with my, and soccer with my sister, and golf and softball with my dad, and bowling with my mom and my aunt and cousin. It is really a family affair. With the support of Special Olympics Texas, athletes like myself were all able to compete all around the world. In 1999, I was chosen as part of Team USA to compete in tennis at the World Games in North Carolina, where I won a gold medal. And in 2003, I was one of the 7,000 athletes from all over the world selected to compete in the World Games in Dublin, Ireland. I competed in table tennis where I won this gold medal. 
The Special Olympics arranged for a host family to help my family while we were in Ireland. They invited us over to their house for dinner. In order to make us feel at home, they purchased a Willie Nelson CD and played it during dinner. Willie's not my favorite, but it's the thought that counts. And through Special Olympics, I've been given many opportunities. Several years ago, my dad and I did a, were on a television commercial. It took eight hours to shoot the commercial. It only lasted 30 seconds on TV. And I was a featured extra in the movie The Ringer. Everyone on the set was so accommodating to all the needs of the athletes, from the producers for the Party Brothers to the movie star, stars, including Johnny Knoxville. It took four months to shoot the film that lasted only an hour and a half at the movie theaters. I guess that's showbiz. And my picture was on a billboard in Austin, Texas. And that's a scary feeling to look up and see your face staring back right at you. I traveled all over Texas, Nebraska, and California sharing my story. Through sports, athletes like myself see ourselves for our ability, not our disability. Our world is open up to acceptance and understanding. We become more confident and empowered by our accomplishments. We are finding success, joy, and friendships with other athletes all around the world, and we're having fun. During the COVID-19 pandemic, during the COVID-19 pandemic, the SOTX staff offered virtual global messenger and health messenger training, and that I have been a part of. As the president of the Area Alps Leadership Council, I have stayed in touch with my members by forming a weekly phone tree and emailing any updates to all of them. Now, just look at the athletes do before every competition. I'd like you to join me in reciting the Special Olympics Texas Athlete Oath. Let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave in the attempt. Thanks again for giving me the opportunity to share my story and my accomplishments with Special Olympics Texas. Thank you, Tim. Excellent speech. Oh, so very good. What a what a breadth of experience you've had, and and what uh, it would be pretty intimidating seeing yourself on a billboard. <laughs> yeah, but what 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 a what a great. Uh, what a great resume, and and I know you're not done, so uh, still lots of stuff to do and accomplish. So really appreciate you being on tonight. That was uh, that was wonderful. So, um, so now we're going to take you to we're going to take you to north of the border, uh, at least the, the American border. So Janet Charchuk is a young woman from Prince Edward Island, Canada. For those of you who are geography buffs, that is uh, pretty much the most eastern part of Canada. Uh, she is a motivational speaker, self-advocate, and active community member. She was one of the founding members of AVATA, which stands for Voices at the Table for Advocacy. It's a self-advocacy group with the Canadian Down Syndrome Society, where she chaired the committee for several years and retired after her 10-year term. Wow. Her wow. speaking engagements have taken her across Canada, in the USA, and even Trinidad and Tobago. 
Currently, Janet is Canada's representative with Down Syndrome International. She is involved in creating webinars, doing trainings, and making presentations that are viewed worldwide. We are honored to have Janet Charchuk with us tonight. Janet. Okay. Uh, oh, what? Oh, um, I was cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you may I share the screen. Share my screen, please. Yes. Please do. You are co-host, so you have the, the ability to do that. So. Okay. Thank you. You'll find it. Go share. Did I find it? Yeah. Is it, can you see it? Can uh, you see it? Yeah, it's up now. It's, it's not in presentation mode yet, but it, it is up. Okay. There we go. Okay. So 20, 30, 40 years ago, you would not have seen me. You would not have heard about me. I would have been a family secret, kept behind closed doors, isolated and limited. Back then, no one expected anything of me. Now things have changed. Now I have begun to meet my potential. Doors are open. Who am I? I am a high school graduate. I am a motivational speaker. I am a trusted employee. I am a pet owner. I am a pageant winner, Miss Friendship. I am a loving daughter. And, a, and a, I am a helpful sister. I am a loyal friend and girlfriend. I am a special Olympian. I am a self-advocate, a 10-year member in the past chair of VADA with the Canadian Down Syndrome Society. And I was the past president for PEI People First. I am the Kansas rep for Down Syndrome International. Yes, I have Down Syndrome. It is part of who I am, but it does not define me. I would like I would like to know that I feel very privileged and happy about speaking this evening as a voice of a Canadian champion in this speaker series. I have lots of life experiences where I feel like I am a champion and I will share some of those stories with you. I am going to talk to you about my journey in Special Olympics and how it has helped me to be where I am today. I will highlight some of my accomplishments in my leadership roles. I will also share some other things I'm involved in, in my community. But first, how did I get involved in Special Olympics? Well, as a young child, 
I was involved in sport in my community, in rec programs or school sports. Then when I got to junior high, things got very competitive and you had to be a top-notch athlete to be on a team. So I was just a spectator at my sister's and my brother's sports. Then along came Special Olympics. My first sport was snowshoeing. I finally had sports to play at my skill level. And I met new people and had lots of fun, making new friends and playing sports. Since then, I've been involved with community and competitive sports of all kinds. They include swimming, softball, golf, and bowling, track and field, snowshoeing, and bocce. There really isn't a sport I don't like. Now a bit about my accomplishments with Special Olympics. I have lost count of how many medals I have won, but I will give you some highlights. I have attended events at provincial, national, and world levels. Swimming first. I was selected to be on Team PEI at the Canada Summer Games in 2001, and then again in 2005. In 2001, I made history for being the first group of Special Olympians who got to compete with regular athletes in the Canada Summer Games. Even though I did not win medals, I did get personal bests in my events. Now, bocce next. <clears throat> if you are not sure what it is, I would describe it as a cross between bowling and curling. It is a great summer sport and you can play it almost anywhere in the yard or at the beach, and so on. And people at all skill levels can play. Even during the pandemic this past year, we were able to play bocce, and I was so glad to have a summer sport. I represented my province at PEI at the Nationals in Indigenous Nova Scotia in 2018, and I won a silver medal. Now for snowshoeing. Well, that is the sport I started with, and it has been my most competitive. I was very proud to be selected on Team Canada at the World Winter Games in Austria in 2017. And even more proud to stand on the stage to get a gold medal in my 100 meter race. Later that year, Team Canada traveled to the national capital, Ottawa, and we were recognized by the 
Prime Minister in Parliament. Besides sports, Special Olympics has given me many leadership opportunities. I have been involved with emceeing the awards for many years. I am a spokesperson for Special Olympics as I have been interviewed for newspapers, radio, and TV. Uh, even made some commercials. I am also a mentor and a coach helper. And most recently, I've been involved with the Athlete Leadership Academy, completing courses in the public speaking and health messenger. So my journey with Special Olympics since junior, my junior high days over 25 years, either in sports or in leadership opportunities, has brought me to where I am today. And where is that? Well, I live on my own, in my own apartment, and I volunteer two days a week at a pre-K program. I live a healthy lifestyle by being active in my community, working out at the gym, doing yoga, and eating healthy. I am a self-advocate, a past member and chair of VADA with the Canadian Down Syndrome Society, the past provincial chair of People First, and currently the Kansas rep for Down Syndrome International. I am a motivational speaker, I have spoken to self-advocates, teachers, lawyers, parents, medical professionals, and government leaders. And all across Canada and the USA, and even as far as Trinidad and Tobago. And a couple of other things I've been involved in. I have spoken at the provincial legislature about getting a bill passed to declare March 21st as Down Syndrome Awareness Day in my province of PEI. I worked for Google on Project Understood where I donated my voice to train Google personal assistants to recognize diverse speakers. This is to help all people to use voice recognition technology. Also, with Down Syndrome International, I have taken part in creating and presenting webinars on topics such as inclusive participation and effective supports for, so all people, regardless of their abilities, can take part in activities and community groups. In my most recent project that I'm involved is a tester for an app and a Fitbit for Project Mindset. And that is a research project out of the UK 
looking at the relationship between exercise, both physical and mental, and brain health. So those are some of my stories about my life. I started with, who am I? I think I am a champion in my own life. And a champion is an advocate for others who may not be able to speak up for themselves. Thank you very much for letting me be a part of this evening. Awesome, Janet. That was amazing. So uh, you have accomplished so much. It is uh, what a pleasure to hear your accomplishments and to to see them along with your slideshow. Fantastic. I saw I saw one of those slides in Washington, D.C. Uh, I am based out of Special Olympics, Maryland. Next time you're down here, make sure you you email and <laughs> it would be an honor to take you out for a coffee. So it would be <laughs> so uh, great to have you uh, to with us tonight. What a what a pleasure again. So yes. uh, everyone, that's Janet Charchuk from Prince Edward Island, Canada. Uh, all right. We're going to move on <laughs> to our next speaker. Our next speaker uh, from let me get hold on, everybody. Too many buttons on the computer. All right. <laughs> Where are we here? All right. One second. This is the great thing about being able to edit this. This will be. Uh, so we get that. One second. There we go. All right. So our next speaker is Anu Singleton. Anu is a multi-sport athlete. If I had to list all the sports that he does, uh, we would be here till nine o'clock. Uh, uh, but he is a multi-sport athlete who has been uh, at uh, the very front of our athlete leadership program from the beginning uh, when we really took charge of it about six years ago. Uh, he is uh, an, an advocate for... Um, uh, human rights, an advocate for uh, Special Olympics athletes in his community uh, in within Baltimore City, uh, and he is a global messenger, certified athlete leader, and uh, generally, uh, well, I forgot to say, somewhat of a media star with uh, with many commercials under his belt. So I would like to now introduce you to Special Olympic Maryland's uh, a new singleton. Thank you. <sighs> Greetings. My name is Anu Singleton. I am a Special Olympics athlete from Baltimore, Maryland. Today, I'd like to talk to you about experiencing inclusion and what that means to me. To me, it means you include something or someone that important or means more to you than anything in the world. For instance, you can say your family or your friends or even someone you love and care about the most. When I'm participating with Special Olympics and see my friends and fellow athletes, I see my true family. They always treat me like I'm one of their own 
I always treat them like they are one of my own. They always have my back more times than I can count. Last year, I became a member of the DI Tax Force team for Special Olympics. In this group, we discuss how Special Olympics Maryland can stand up against racism. The good Lord brought me into this world not to make enemies, but to make friends with people regardless of their race, religion, or ability level. I also joined this team to help remind everyone what Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. taught us, and that is we need to get along and be friends with people regardless of their race. And I want to continue spreading Dr. King's message around the community. Dr. King would want us to live together as one, and I hope to carry on his legacy. My mom taught me that no matter where I go, I should always be friends with people. I try to always put a smile on people's face when I'm in competition or participating in an athlete leadership event. I enjoy going around and telling my stories to people because I want to be everyone's friend and hope that everyone likes me for who I really am. A kind hearted, funny athlete who spreads joy. Uh, years ago, while I was still in school, I was living in a homeless shelter and random hotels because I have no permanent home. But despite how hard it, this was, it taught me that I can always give something back to the community and always have hope and faith. From then on, I decided to give back and be appreciative on what life offers me. That's why I've decided to volunteer at the Thanksgiving dinner event every year in November because I want to give back and do something good for the community. I always want to invite my fellow athletes friend and class friends to see how rewarding it is to do something good for the community. Doing good things for people like serving them food or, don or donating clothes to a local shelter is much better than any award. I've learned that no matter where you live, a little bit of time and volunteering can make a big difference. I want to continue helping people any way I can. I'd also like to travel to different places to make friends and tell my story and continue keeping Dr. King's dream alive. When I see people around me, I see my friends. When I meet different Special Olympics athletes around the world, whether they're from the UK, China, or Australia, I don't want them to be afraid of me or see me as an enemy. I want them to see me as their friend. That's my dream. I would love to meet different athletes around the world, be friends with them, tell them my story, and ask them what experiencing inclusion means to them. Also, to me, I 
feel like everyone should be included in something, like giving them a chance. In my own, in my own heart and eyes, disabled or not, people should never get left behind. I feel like people should feel welcome in their arms, no matter where you work or live at. Even if you're at sporting events. Plus, for another meaning of experience, to me, it means everyone should get a chance to try something if they put their heart and minds into it. It's like you want people to learn from you by passing down the knowledge and experience your family and friends by giving them advice and helping them any way they can. Plus, in my own words, by working and living together as one, that's how we can always get the job done. Surely that is what inclusion in Special Olympics is all about. Plus, no matter if you're disabled or not, everyone is accepted as they are, and everyone feels like they are heard and they are valued. Also, making sure to include everyone. And also, inclusion represents an ongoing act of acceptance and kindness. Always remember this. Never let anyone doubt you. Never let your disability keep you from following your dreams and goals. Never give up on yourself. Always believe in yourself, just like your family and friends believes in you. And whenever you're at work or at sporting practice, always remember the two words throughout your everyday life, experience and inclusion. And always remind yourself what does the words mean to you in your own heart? Thank you very much. Great. Thank you, Anu. Very powerful stuff. Really appreciate that you could be part of this show tonight. And that's um, so uh, just because maybe I'm a bit of a home crowd guy. I always, <laughs> always appreciate all you've done for Special Olympics Maryland. Well done. Uh, it was uh, a wonderful speech. So, all right, everybody, that is a new singleton from Maryland. Let's, let's see. Share screen. Our next speaker. All right. Uh, one second. All right. Ian is a Special Olympics Hawaii athlete who competes in swimming, basketball, softball, and is an assistant coach for the track and field team. Since COVID, he has participated in the Special Olympics Hawaii Zoom workouts, challenges, and dances. He is a Special Olympics Hawaii Global Messenger and a Toastmaster. He was elected to the Special Olympics Hawaii Board of Directors in February. Uh, Ian enjoys helping with fundraising events for Special Olympics Hawaii and especially as a co-MC. And we are lucky enough to have Ian with us tonight. Please welcome Ian. Aloha. My name is Ian Kahalevai. 
Who here has a disability? I do, and that's what I want to talk to you about. I've been diagnosed with an intellectual disability, ADHD, and generalized anxiety disorder. Every one of us has trouble doing something. My disabilities have given me more challenges than most, but I have found that if I work hard, I can get better at some things that I enjoy. I have also learned not to be ashamed of who I am. My disabilities made it hard for me to learn in school. Grade school was very hard for me. Because I was different, I had no friends. No one would partner with me on projects except the teachers. A few of the kids would tease and bully me. I felt that the teachers and aides were always scolding me and I still don't understand why. I felt like I was always in trouble. Once one of the kids convinced me that he would be my friend if I said a bad word. That got me sent to the principal's office, but I still had no friend. Another boy smashed my hand in between desks and bullied me for years. At first I would tell on him, but then he would threaten to hurt me more, if I would tell. Because of this, I became very withdrawn in school. I hate to remember this time, because it still makes me sad. When I was in middle school, I joined the Special Olympics Hawaii Mighty Duck Team. Coach Denise was one of my teachers in grade school, and she had suggested that, I, that my parents had me try it. There, I met other kids like me and made many friends. I not only trained and competed with them, but we also went to the movies and on hikes together. In high school, many of my teammates were also my classmates. It was great to have friends at school. When I joined Special Olympics Hawaii, I started in track and field. I learned that I could run fast. I also found that I was very competitive and worked hard to win those gold medals. There were some fast runners on my team and they inspired me to try harder. I wanted to beat all of them, even if they were older and bigger than me. I beat all of them, but one. I was able to beat them practice sometimes, but never quite beat him in a competition. But I came close. This started giving me self-confidence and helped to build my self-esteem. It was great to find something I was good at. Next, I tried softball. I didn't like catching fly balls, but I could hit the ball and throw well. At first, they put me in the outfield since I could run fast and throw the ball all the way to infield. But I wanted to play infield. I worked hard to overcome my fear, and now I'm able to catch fly balls. I still don't like it, but I do it. Now I can play infield and outfield. I go wherever the coaches need me. Basketball was the next sport I tried. I enjoyed shooting baskets, but not playing defense. I don't like playing defense because I don't want to get hurt or hurt someone else. I'm getting better at playing defense, but it's still a challenge for me. It's a work in progress. The hardest sport for me was swimming. From the time I was three years old, I took swimming lessons off and on. As hard as I tried, I could not do it. Finally, four years ago, it clicked. I'm able to swim the length of the pool down and back and I've gotten so many gold medals in my competitions. It pays to not give up. When I was in grade school, I was afraid to talk in class when the teacher would call on me. In middle school, I would be petrified to talk in front of the class. After my success in Special Olympics Hawaii, I started to gain self-confidence. In high school, I was finally able to talk in front of the class. My mom signed me up for Toastmasters training to help me become more comfortable speaking. I had seen how my former teammate, 
was able to introduce the teams at competitions and speak at conferences, and I wanted to be able to do it too. She didn't tell me she had signed me up until right before we walked into training. She knew it would make me anxious, but she knew it could help me. She was right. And now I love speaking to people in the community about Special Olympics. I have made more friends in Toastmasters and have been inspired by people like Alice Webb and Renee Manfredi. They have talked about not being ashamed of their disabilities and being proud of who they are. Toastmasters has allowed me to talk on the radio and talk to Hawaii Five-O TV star Scott Kahn. I've enjoyed Toastmasters so much that I started taking acting lessons here at Diamond Head Theater. I love entertaining people. I hope one day I'll be good enough to be on a TV show with Scott Kahn. I plan to keep learning and improving. Did you know your brain keeps developing until you're 25? My doctor told me that for people who have ADHD, like me, their brains keep developing until they are 30. Even after that, you can continue to learn for the rest of your life. So I'm gonna keep working on it. I was looking for a job since the last two places I worked didn't work out. Now I have found a job where I live that I like. It is at a place called Fresh on 10. My neighbor, Michi Holland, owns a cafe in Queens Hospital and a kitchen here in Kaimaki. The kitchen is where I work. I help cook. I prep food and wash dishes. I help cook rice, saute onions, and chop vegetables. I'm learning new skills all the time. I've worked there for almost three years and still enjoy it. Even though I have a disability, I have learned and accomplished so much. I have found that when you believe in yourself and that people who believe in you work hard and not give up, you can accomplish a lot. I am not ashamed of my disability or who I am. Everyone should be proud of who they are. Mahalo. Thank you, Ian. Great job. Fantastic. What a great story and what a great message for everyone. Never give up, right? Never give up. All right. So that's... Ian joined us from Hawaii. What time is it in Hawaii, Ian? It is 2 o'clock. All right, so we didn't get you up too early. That's good. <laughs> All right, everybody. So that's Ian. Great to have Ian with us. Uh, we are going to go to our next speaker. Let me... Look at this. I need Toastmasters. Oh. <laughs> I can't. I equals that. I'm really impressed that Ian feels something. All right. Good. So next up, oh, sorry about that. Let me just too many controllers, Daniel. Too many controllers. All right. There we go. I think I got enough. I'll work in that too. All right. Next to our talks is Lynna Hodgson from Special Olympics, Missouri. Lynn is a multi-sport athlete who loves to listen to music, taking photos, and being with her whole family and her dogs. Uh, please welcome Lynna. Hi, everyone. I'm Lynna Hudson. I'm a Special Olympics Missouri athlete, avid beer, health messenger, and a global messenger. Today, I would like to talk about my story of being a health messenger. In the summer of 2018, I was coming back from the Special Olympics National Games. 
in Seattle, Washington. When I came back from that trip, I found out that I got accepted to be to be trained as a health messenger in Washington, D.C. I was very happy and nervous at the same time. I was nervous because I didn't know what to expect. I was happy because it was something new. I learned so much when I was trained. I can't wait to get started with some new projects. I got my certificate saying I finished my program and I got my health messenger shirt, which I'm wearing today. Once I returned from the trip, I started to work on my practicum, which is homework. I decided to talk to some of the athletes in Missouri about being healthy. As time went by, I figured out I want to help my fellow athletes and help them to be healthy too. So I started to share Wellness Wednesdays on my social media accounts. I even started a six-week exercise classes through Zoom, which I call SOEC. That stands for Special Olympics Exercise Class. In fact, I'm, I'm finishing my third session. Once I get to the place, once I got to the place where I miss my team, Missouri team family, I miss them. And they have monthly trains because of the U, because the U, USA games were over. I noticed my health wasn't the same. And I want to change it, not because I'm a health messenger, but I want to change because I want to be healthy inside and outside of me. So I decided to hire a personal trainer that year. I had a personal trainer for eight weeks and those eight weeks changed me. I could breathe easier because I have asthma. I could do more, I could run faster. After that day, I decided I wanted to be an example to my fellow athletes and be a better me. I'm not going to lie, the health journey wasn't easy, but that's how life works. You can decide to go past it and walk through it or just stop because it's too hard. I choose to go past it and work through it. After that experience, I found out that I had a passion for helping others and helping an organization I love, Special Olympics Missouri. I even start a wellness Wednesday group with my fellow health managers in SOMO which is Special Mix Missouri. After being a health master for four years, this experience has opened my eyes about my surroundings, about health and how I want to help my fellow athletes. So with that, I want to say thank you for listening to me and my health story. If you'd like to reach out to me, please feel free to email me. Thank you again. Thank you, Lena. We really appreciate you coming on. It's so nice to have you join our speakers list and what a great speech. And I love your emphasis on, on fitness 
uh, I may have to call a personal trainer now myself. So, <laughs> but I know I'm going to have to work through some things. I'm like, good. I'm prepared. I'm mentally prepared for this. <laughs> but really, so so excellent to have you with us and uh, joining the Voices of Champions. So, next up, make sure we get this all right. We'd like you to meet Sean Hines from Special Olympics, Oregon. Sean is a multi-sport athlete and multimedia star. Some say he is the Jay-Z of Special Olympics, but I think Jay-Z is the Sean Haynes of America. So he is a global messenger and currently teaches classes to other SO Oregon athletes. Please welcome Sean to the show. I believe that everyone here has the potential to be great, to be someone that people look up to because everyone here has a talent a passion that they may or may not even know that they have to share to the world. And I know that everyone here wants great things to happen in life that we can all smile back on. But I believe that great things can only happen if we support each other, no matter what differences, different opinions, belief, race, or heck, or even if we come from a different planet. Because when it comes down to it, we are all human. And only great things happen when those are supported by each other. So let today be the day where we come together as a community and open the doors to new and exciting opportunities. I promise you that life will be so much better when we come together. And today, I hope by the end of this, you will hopefully be inspired or maybe even learn something about yourself and maybe change your way of thinking and lead a great and awesome life. As a kid, as a little kid, I never really fully understand that I was a person with intellectual disabilities. I really never knew that I was diagnosed with ADHD, cerebral palsy, sensory processing disorder, auditory processing disorder, spina bifida, fetal alcohol syndrome, and many other things that I was labeled by doctors. So at the time, as a little kid, I never really embraced my disabilities. All I knew is that I wanted to fit in with the other kids. Like a bad gut feeling that I was different from the rest of my classmates. And because of that, I knew that living with intellectual disabilities had the opportunity of being picked on or taken advantage of. So I put a mask, a mask that wasn't me, a mask that covered up who I truly was. I was so good at hiding my disabilities that if you were to meet me as a little kid, you wouldn't even know that I had intellectual disabilities. You would have seen just a regular average kid. So going through grade school, through middle school, there were so many times that I was picked on, taken advantage of, and I was called names, shoved, and many things that I can't recall in the past because I buried all the negative memories behind me. And on top of all of that, it was difficult to keep up with school. And it wasn't that I hated school. I loved learning. But having intellectual disabilities, it just made it harder to keep up with all my classmates in school. And it became even harder after having all those 13 major surgeries every year. But to be clear, I'm not here today for all of you to take pity on me, nor am I here to highlight all the negative things that has happened to my life or to bore you that I'm just telling you that life can be worse because that's not all true. I know that everyone in this room has been through difficult things that they had to overcome. Everyone around you with and without disabilities have been through things that they had to overcome. But my life isn't as bad as it sounds and yours doesn't have to either. You can still move forward because I kept moving forward. And because of that, this is now. 
My name is Sean Haynes, and I'm 22 years old. I live in Corvallis, where I'm a student at Lim Denton Community College here in Oregon, and I work at the coolest jobs that I never thought that I would be able to work at. I've competed at the national level in Florida in Science Olympics and Sounds of Music with my brother and got 15th place out of every state in the U.S. I'm also a swimmer for Special Olympics, who have won 52 gold medals, including two gold medals, that I won at the 2018 Special Olympics USA Games in swimming. And I've won the 2017 Nike Lou Birch Special Olympics Award at the Nike headquarters and won the 2015 high school talent show, which now has 1.6K views on my YouTube channel. And the most awesome thing that, that ever happened in my life was being adopted at six months out of the Marshall Islands by my incredible parents, Kathy and Steve Hens, as well with the younger brother, two pet black labs, and our newly pet family member, a yellow lab, uh, Raji. So you see, I am very fortunate to, although having all the negative things that are a part of my life, I also have the great things that has happened in my life. A lot of people all the time ask me, Sean, how are you the person that you are today and what have you learned so far in life? And here is my answer. Growing up, I've always been a positive outgoing guy despite putting on a mask at a younger age. And I've always thinking positively and smiling even when I'm picked on or going through a difficult time. Having a positive outlook for me has not made my life what it is today, but had the ability to spread to others. Back then, all I wanted to be is normal, to be a person who can live without intellectual disabilities. But today, I take it as a blessing. And I'm glad that I've gone through things that I've been through. And I think um, it made me more confident and to realize that, um, that I was be made to be true to myself and that it's okay to stand out from the crowd. And having disabilities, I think, is what makes up for all of my positive outlook on life and what got me here today to this very moment. Let today be the day where we come together as a community and um, stop all the negativity, exclusions, discriminations, because again, having a positive outlook on life will really help. And so today I'm asking you not just to show those around you today in your life, but the world, um, and to show the world and others around you what it means to lead from the heart. The world is looking for leaders who value compassion, who value dignity and respect, and who value unity. You, all of you that are here today in this Zoom meeting right now, you are the leaders that the world needs at this critical time and moment. So show your classmates, your fellow teammates, your coaches, athletes, everyone, I mean everyone in this world, what it means to shower respect to your fellow human beings and to show the world what it means to choose to include, to show others where they see tension and fear, you show them togetherness. Some are seeing despair all around them and you show us joy. And where others see division, I'm asking you to show them love. And today and here on out, let there be pure hope, joy, admiration, inclusion, support, and positivity spread from me to you, to your fellow classmates, athletes, teachers, parents, friends, everyone. Your journey and everything you do will determine how bright and rich the future is ahead. And let 
today start with you and let life be filled with laughter and smiles all around because your dream is out there. So go get it and let your greatest achievements, aspiration, inspire others. Choose to include now, today, and forever. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Wow. Wonderful message. So many, so many great messages in there. And I was following the chat along and uh, you have uh, uh, lots of people to be taking on that day and sharing your message. I think, I think you've really touched uh, some, some hearts and some uh, created some action. So again, it's uh, a pleasure to have you part of part of this talk and everyone you can find Sean on many, as he said, YouTube and uh, many other social media platforms, please do follow him. Um, he, uh, I'm sure he will accept your requests. Uh, if you tell him that you're, <laughs> you were on the show tonight. So thank you, Sean. Uh, this takes us to our uh, next to our last speaker of the evening. But before I go to her, I just want to say thank you to all of our speakers. And for anyone who's on the call tonight, if you know of someone who wants to be part of these talks, please uh, do not hesitate to give me a call or talk to someone you know uh, and be part of this. I'm available on the Special Olympics North America Athlete Leadership site on Facebook. You can contact me there. But please, if you would like to get more involved, uh, we would love to have more people on uh, for our November show. So our next and last speaker, last but not least, uh, Kaylee joined Special Olympics Illinois in 2010. She was trained as a global messenger in 2014 and as a health messenger in 2021. She was on the Special Olympics Board of Directors from 2016 to 2019. Kaylee participates in volleyball, basketball, flag football, bowling, bocce tracks, field, softball, snowshoeing. She enjoys giving speeches and most of all fundraising. Kaylee loves doing the polar bear plunge for Special Olympics. You may know Kaylee from the Be Kind with Kaylee show, but tonight she is here to speak to us about optimism. Please welcome Kaylee McLaughlin. Today is gone. Today was fun. Tomorrow is another one. This famous quote is from the late great Dr. Seuss, who in March celebrated his... Good evening. I'm Kaylee McLaughlin. I'm a Special Olympics Illinois athlete, a global messenger, and health messenger. I'm here to share with you what optimism means to me. I'm also an athlete leader from Special Olympics Illinois. After I figured out that I'm optimistic. Courage, faith, bravery... All of these are optimism, and all of these are showing. Taught, practice. I joined Special Olympics. My team is the Warren County Falcons. In 2010, I joined Special Olympics. My team is the Warren County Falcons. In 2010, the second sport I tried volleyball. I went to practice in games year after year. I just kept going, trying to hit the ball, having fun with my friends, and in 2014, four years later, I hit that volleyball over the net. I was optimistic, and it finally happened. Special Olympics is not is Special Olympics is about not giving up. It's about being brave and optimistic. In 2014, 
I was asked if I would be interested in being a global messenger for Special Olympics. This would involve traveling and giving speeches. Dr. Sue said, if you never did, you should. These things are fun and fun is good. So my mom and I traveled by train to Chicago. I received training and met tons of new friends who still have to this day. I discovered I loved speaking about Special Olympics and wasn't afraid to stand in front of groups of people. Dr. Sue said, a person's a person no matter how small. Let me tell you, I felt so small in 2016 when I stood on the field at Quad City for Rubando's game and gave an interview in front of all those fans. There was a man, a microphone, cameras, and me. I had the faith that I could do it, the courage to do it, and the optimism that I would be good. I knew I could do it and was so excited. I had to be brave in the attempt, and it was a hit, a home run. A couple years later, I gave a speech at Special Olympics Summer Games to a crowd of over 10,000 people, and I never smiled bigger. I was optimistic, and I did it without a hitch. In 2016, I was approached about joining the Illinois Special Olympics State Board of Directors. I had a phone interview with Gabriel, the CEO of Special Olympics. I was nervous but optimistic that we would hit it off. A month later, Mom had to take me to Lyle, Illinois to meet the board. We had a meet and greet where I worked the crowd, introducing myself and shaking hands. Someone with a microphone asked if I would like to stand up and tell about myself. Only because of the confidence that Special Olympics has given me was I able to stand up and talk. I talked about myself, the sports I participate in, and my hobbies. The famous Dr. Seuss said, Today you are you. That is true than true. There is no one alive who is within you. I was brave and optimistic that I could do it. And I did it. In 2017, I went with the Board of Directors to Capitol Hill Day. I was optimistic and told my friends I was going to meet the governor. Oh, I did. I wore my way up beside him and shook his hand, introduced myself, and got pictures taken with him. Special Olympics has made me brave and given me the courage to try what I want to try and not to be afraid. Another example of optimism with Special Olympics for me is meeting Randy Freeze, our state representative. I wanted to invite Randy Freeze to my track meet in my That was my goal. So at Capitol Hill Day, I went to his office and left my business card and a note with his secretary. After I returned home, I sent him an email inviting him to my track meet. Guess who came to Mama's? Yes, Randy came and had pictures taken with me. It was so exciting. Dr. Seuss said, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. In 2017, I did my first polar plunge. I'm the girl that gets annoyed when mom uses all the hot water at home. So plunging into icy cold water was not something I was excited about. I was invited to plunge with the Illinois State Police. My friend promised me an Illinois State Police teacher if I did it with them. So I got a donation to plunge and I did it. Brave in the attempt? 
I had to be so brave in the attempt, but I was optimistic that I could do it, jump in and somehow climb out. And I really wanted that shirt to be able to say that I've done it. So I did, and I'm here to tell you about it. Since then, I've won several times a year. One year, I even raised over $10,000 in one plunge. I have story after story successful ones in challenging the game involving me and Special Olympics. I continue to try new things and to improve on what I do because of the faith, courage, and optimis- optimistic that Special Olympics has given me. I am Kaylee McLaughlin, Special Olympics Illinois Athlete, Global Messenger, and Health Messenger. So today, I reach out to you asking you to check out Special Olympics in your state, in your area. Go to an event as a fan. Sign up to volunteer. Look into coaching. Special Olympics empowers people with optimistic. Our Special Olympics all starts out with be brave with their attempts. That's what Special Olympics does for the athletes, for the volunteers, for the coaches, for the staff. It gives us the courage to be brave in the attempts. Thank you for your time. All right, Kaylee. Extra points for working through this challenge. <laughs> nice job out there. <laughs> that was great. Uh, and oh, what enthusiasm. Love it. So that is everybody. We have gone from Hawaii to Oregon to the Midwest to Barbados to Prince Edward Island. We have spanned so many miles. We would have frequent flyer points. Well, how lucky would we be? So thank you, everybody, for joining again, Voices of Champions. We will return in November. Again, if you're interested in becoming part of this, please let me know. Uh, and you can find or get a hold of me at the Special Olympics uh, North America Athlete Leadership Facebook page. Uh, and if you uh, have uh, gotten an invite through Zoom, um, my email might be on there as well. So again, thank you to speakers. You guys did a wonderful job. What a variety of topics. So very important to hear all your perspectives. And everybody, enjoy your evening. And if you enjoyed tonight's show, please tell your friends. We would really love to grow our audience a little bit more. So take care. Continue to lead the way. Continue to inspire. Have a great night. You too. Thank Bye. you. Recording stopped. Uh, kind of another plug. Uh, our next show will, uh, the Voices of Champions, will occur on Tuesday, November 9th, 2021 again. So if you have uh, friends that you know from other states, friends that you know from within your state, uh, please, again, refer them to me. Uh, and we would love to chat with them, see if they're interested. And we want to make sure that we keep our representation uh, for uh the caribbean and canada and the u.s so we have uh speakers from all of those programs to uh, to keep ourselves kind of united as special picks uh, north america special chronicles giving respect and a voice to people with special needs